Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the WNR Body Transformation Podcast. And it's been a really busy week. I know I usually post this once a week and I apologize to my audience who actually listen to me. And in case you were expecting me to bang out the weekly podcast, I know I have not been consistent. So please bear with me. There have just been a lot of newcomers on the team, a lot of new clients on the team. You know, business is growing. I've been stressed a bit, but at the end of the day, pressure is a privilege and I'm very grateful for this. So yeah, many new transformations coming in the pipeline, you know, helping new people. And I've been boring myself with respect to my photo shoot preparation as well. So yeah, all in all, life's been really, really good. You know, I am very grateful with respect to things. But anyways, let's crack on. I have decided to keep this podcast as short as possible for like 15 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes. Get straight to the point, you know, tell you practical nuggets which you can implement in your life right away, basically. So, yeah, this the topic of this podcast is how does being in shape improve your first fertility or it can be also classified as how to improve your fertility. You know, in today's generation, men have chronically low testosterone levels and females are beginning to menstruate early and they begin to hit menopause earlier as well, you know. So in a way, men are losing their fertility and women are losing their fertility earlier than usual as well. Why does that happen? Well, I'm going to be covering in this podcast, but these are the following topics that I'll be covering in this podcast. The first topic is going to be how being out of shape reduces fertility. This I'm going to be covering under males and I shall also be covering under females. Then the second topic is how does being in shape increase fertility in the first place? Then the third thing is a couple of lifestyle tools that you possibly can incorporate in order to improve your fertility. And the fourth topic would be nutritional factors that you can incorporate in order to improve fertility. Then the fifth thing is a few supplementational tweaks which you can imp- incorporate in order to improve fertility. So yeah, let's crack on with the first topic, how being out of shape reduces fertility. So this is going to be divided into two sections males and females let me start off with males now as human beings be it males or females we have three dominant sexual hormones which is progesterone or progesterone i don't really know how to pronounce it but um you get the point testosterone and estrogen yep in males the hormone which is actually dominant is testosterone a couple of things which are linked to testosterone is ambition drive sexual behavior strength, facial hair, aggression, alertness, etc. So the average male actually produces anywhere between 300 to 900 nanograms per deciliter of testosterone. Or the optimal range for males would probably be 300, like 1,000 nanograms to 1,200 nanograms per deciliter. Now for females, females literally produce 30 to 60 times less testosterone than men. So their testosterone range would probably be 8 to 60 nanograms per deciliter. Because of which males have a higher sex drive basically. Like they are, their behavior is relatively more sexual basically. Yep, females have the dominant hormone known as estrogen and progesterone relative to testosterone. Yep, but let's crack on with males. How does being out of shape affect the fertility of males? couple of factors lifestyle factors you know what this person's eating habits are like is he exercising is he not exercising 
Is he smoking? Is he not smoking? Does he drink a lot? Does he not drink a lot? What's his sleep like? What's his stress like? Does he use a lot of drugs? You know, is he in an environment with a lot of toxic gases around? So like, let's say if you're in a place like Dubai, there's a lot of petrol gases coming from cars, etc. because of which your testosterone might be affected. So, or let's say if you are in an environment where people are doing a lot of drugs and you're doing a lot of drugs, that's going to affect your fertility. Plain simple, because that's going to affect your consciousness. That's going to affect your entire system as a whole. If you're constantly stressed, as a male, that's going to affect you. Even as a female, that's going to affect you, affect your fertility. Because, like, let's say the raw ingredient which is used to produce the stress hormone, which is known as cortisol, is the same raw ingredient which is used to produce testosterone. So, if, like, you're constantly, constantly stressed, most of your DHEA is going to be used to produce cortisol, which is the stress hormone, instead of you being used to produce testosterone, because of which your sperm count is going to reduce, your sexual behavior is going to reduce, because of which your... What else? Yeah, your testosterone levels will reduce and you're not going to have any drive at all. In case if you drink a lot, when you drink a lot, you will think that you're going to get good sleep, but you're going to reduce the REM quality of your sleep, the part of your sleep which is associated with memory, learning, learning new skills, you know, recollecting pretty much whatever you have tried to accumulate. So, if you drink a lot in order to help you get, get some good quality sleep, the sleep that you possibly get under the influence of alcohol is the worst possible sort of, the worst possible sort of sleep, yeah? It's just like being straight up knocked out. It's like straight up deep sleep. You're not supposed to, leave, you're not supposed to get more than one to three hours of deep sleep. You, your sleep goes in various phases. It goes in light sleep, then you enter REM sleep, then you go in deep sleep, and then again you go in REM sleep, then again you go in deep sleep. So you flow in and out of these various phases of the sleep. And during these phases of the sleep, you secrete growth hormone, you secrete testosterone, you you flush out the toxins from your brain cells, you flush out the toxins from your body. So you're not sleeping properly, you're not going to have optimal hormonal function because of which you're not, as a man, you're not going to be able to get erections and things are going to be affected. Now smoking, if you smoke a lot of cigarettes, you're going to reduce the supply of blood and oxygen towards your testicles because of which you're not going to optimize the production of testosterone because of which your fertility is going to be affected. This is the most simplistic explanation for males being affected with respect to their testosterone. Now, the last thing is if a man is overweight, he is going to be if a man is overweight, he is going to have a lot of fat cells. And in the fat cells, you're going to have this particular hormone known as aromatase hormones. Now, aromatase hormones basically convert testosterone into estrogen. So you see men who are relatively overweight have like more feminine characteristics like man boobs. They tend to, they tend to have um, low drive, if that makes sense. Low sex drive tend to be less alert, you know. Energy levels tend to be lower. Now, I don't mean these are feminine traits, but I meant like man boobs is one of the feminine traits. So this, if you s suppress the production of testosterone and you increase the production of estrogen in the body, you're going to get more feminine traits in your body and your fertility is going to be affected as a man. These are just few of the factors which could affect, like, like, which could affect the fertility of a man. Now, with regards to females, some of the factors are hormonal issues so like let's say if a female has 
let's say, normal hormonal function within her body. And she starts popping birth control pills in order to use it as a contraceptive. That done over a prolonged period of time can potentially affect fertility. There have been, like if you're, if you're a female on the pill, if it works for you, well and good, but more often than not, several research reports have stated that females on birth control contraceptives in the form of the pill have like long-term effects. Yeah. The second thing is age. Let's say the older you get as a female, the less eggs you produce, the less the less fertile you're going to become because of which females often have this like I, I don't mean this in a generalistic manner, but females often have this like, okay, I want to get married between 25 to 30 because according to evolutionary biology, your prime age for conceiving is going to be anywhere between 23 to 30 or 32 tops. Post that, the amount of eggs that you begin to produce on a yearly basis tends to diminish, whereas men produce sperm for the rest of their life. So, yeah. Eggs are expensive, sperm is cheap, because of which females tend to have like drastic reductions in estrogen on a yearly basis, whereas men just reduce their testosterone. The reduction in testosterone is going to be one percentage for every year that accumulates in their lifespan, basically. Now, this is a big one for females. If they are obese, like let's say if they're above 30% body fat, if they're above 35% body fat, their risk for lifestyle diseases or like ovulatory diseases, you know, like let's say diabetes, what else, yeah, PCOS, like diseases which affect the production or release of an egg, yeah, that's going to be largely influenced by you being overweight. And when you're overweight, you will be producing relatively less estrogen or you're going to be producing relatively more testosterone or you're going to be producing relatively more pro progesterone because of which your fertility is going to be affected. If you're going to be producing more testosterone as a female, you're going to be showing more like male-like characteristics. So you're going to get like wider, wider shoulders, narrower hips, and you're not going to produce those many eggs basically. Or if you're way too underweight, so this is a common characteristic that I have actually seen with females who often follow the starvation, juice diet rubbish, because one of the most critical ingredients in order to produce estrogen and the other sexual hormones in the female body is consuming enough cholesterol, which comes from consuming enough fat, which comes from a good balanced diet. So if you're like dieting too hard, if you're like starving yourself a little, way too much, you're going to be in a nutrient deficiency because of which your fertility is not going to be in check. So these are just some of the factors on the basis of which females have been losing, males and females have been losing their fertility over the years basically. Now, how do, let's move on to the second topic. How does being in shape increase fertility? Now, by being in shape, it doesn't really mean you're supposed to look like Mr. Olympia or the bodybuilder who is like, at 4% body fat with paper thin skin as a man or as a female who is at like 12% body fat as a woman, you know, posing in your tender body, that's not healthy either. You're not going to be fertile on that level. In fact, bodybuilders have reported to have like zero sex drive, basically. 
So the optimal range for males in order to be fertile is going to be anywhere between 10% to 18% or 20% for some people. And for females, it's going to be like anywhere between 18 to 25%. Yep. If you, if you want to conceive a kid, you need to be within these particular ranges. Now, this might range from person to person, but these ranges are a good place to start off from. Why does this happen? Because let's say if a man is anywhere between 10% to 18%, he is going to optimize his hormonal production and his ability to use food for fuel is going to be better. His nutrient partitioning is going to be better. And that basically is that same goes for females as well. If you're relatively leaner or tone or what, how would we like to call it, you know, between 18 to 22 percentage, your ability to use food for fuel is going to be better. Your ability to use nutrients is going to be better. You're going to be the, even when the periods do pop up, the PMS symptoms, the cramps, etc., are going to be better, which is a really, really good sign of healthy fertility, basically. But if you get your periods and it's like irregular, it's bleeding heavily, it's abnormal, then you need to go and get yourself checked, your fertility levels checked. I hope that makes sense. Now, moving on to the next topic, which is lifestyle factors. What can you do in order to increase your fertility? Well, the first thing that you possibly can do is get in shape by this within the ranges that I've specified like which is 10% to 18% as a man and 18% to 22% or 25% body fat as a female that's the first thing that you possibly can do exercise exercising especially lifting weights is going to improve your fertility fertility especially as a man especially as a woman why does that happen because when you're pushing there's something about working hard there's something about like exerting some sort of pressure, you know, like lifting weights, but not really burying yourself in the gym, which makes you secrete testosterone, which as a man is largely helpful. And even as a woman, it's largely helpful. So that's what you can do. That's what the research shows. Then sleep on time, six to nine, seven to nine hours of rest, good quality, deep sleep. Now this might not necessarily be possible all the time, but sleep needs to be prioritized. Then the other thing is Ensure that your diet is high in protein, high in nutrients, high in green vegetables, high in whole grains, high in fruits, and have a wide variety of food sources. So if you rotate your food sources, you're not going to go into nutrient deficiency. You're going to get like a wide variety of nutrients and you're going to be more fertile. Nutritional factor, nutritional tweaks that you possibly can do. Well, I'm going to talk about tweaks. This is the, this is the next topic, by the way. But don't attempt these nutritional tweaks till your lifestyle factors are not on point. By nutritional tweaks, I mean taking supplements. A couple of supplements which actually help in males' fertility is things like ashwagandha, magnesium, zinc, vitamin D3, tongat ali. This is an Indonesian herb. And during the ancient times when people were not able to conceive, they were probably adding these herbs. And DHEA. So if you think like you're not gonna you're not getting erections or the vaginal lining which is if it's not wet enough it's not secreting enough fluid try incorporating these supplements after you have sorted out your lifestyle factors down to a T. Yeah. What else? Yeah, a basic multivitamin and adding in some supplements like boron, which is like an earth's mineral, which has shown to produce increments in testosterone and estrogen. That's another thing. Fish oil is another 
good thing. So these are the nutritional tweaks and supplementational tweaks that you possibly can do. Also, instead of using food tracking applications like MyFitnessPal, I personally have been using this particular application known as Chronometer, which lets me see my daily nutrient intake and gives me actually actual targets like the way I'm supposed to hit my protein, carbohydrates, and fats. Same, it similarly gives me targets for my magnesium, zinc. The whole aim is sleep well, exercise well, stay well hydrated, and don't go into nutrient deficiency, and your fertility is going to be optimized. That basically is as simple as that, which is the summary of this podcast. Anyways, guys, I hope you found value out of this. And if you found value out of this, and if you're listening to this either on Apple Podcast or Google Podcast, please like the video, share it with any of your friends, relatives, whomever you feel it's worth it sharing it with, because it's just going to help me reach more people out there and provide more free value because I'm doing this for zero cost. And yeah. Anyways, thank you so much for listening, guys. Have a nice one. Speak to you guys soon. Ciao.